What up, what up, what up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of Retake. This is a podcast on perspective, and we are still continuing on in the business series 2.0. Y'all, today I am bringing to you the infamous Amalia. (laughs) Y'all, I cannot wait for you to hear from Amalia. She is truly one of a kind literally one of my best uh college friends and roommate shout out makai it's his head honcha it's his boss you feel me so it's gonna be perfect to hear about her story how she got involved in universal water systems eco water new mexico like i said y'all she's a boss in this i don't want to give too much because i want to allow her to introduce herself and tell everybody everything that she has to say about water and Amalia. You feel me? So without further further without further ado, y'all, let's get her in here and start this meeting up. Let's go, let's go. Amalia, can you hear me? I can indeed. What's up, Amalia? How are you? You know, it's a day closer to Friday. I never complain when that happens, so we're here. <laughs> I love to hear it. Well, I am welcoming you to the infamous Retake Podcast, a podcast on perspective. How are you feeling to be here today? You know what? I feel infamous just being here, man. <laughs> Perfect. So, you know, I gave a little bit of an introduction, but I kept it a little mysterious because in all honesty, I want you to be able to introduce yourself. So I want you to oh, tell goodness. all of my retakers just just give me your intro whatever comes off the top of your head let it rip intro let's see well my name's amalia um i like to feel like i'm 21 but my body tells me i'm 37 every day um and i sell water man i make moves and make money and really i'm just uh, i'm a glorified motivator but you know i try to have fun with everything that i do and you know energy enthusiasm and excitement is the way that i do it what do you, what can i really say does, does that cover the intro or are we that, there or should i keep going that's perfect but you i really think you were on a momentum i think you should keep going a little bit <laughs> tell us more yeah you know you know what though i'm in my office and my doors are only about well they're standard i want to make sure i can walk out you know what i'm saying when i'm done here um <laughs> Because at this rate, like, I can inflate my head all by myself, and you're you're helping out. So I'd like to be able to leave my office at some point. So let's just get into it. Let's get into it then. So all right. if y'all heard what she said, she said, I make moves, I make money, and I sell water, okay? So this is what I want you to explain, Amalia. I want you to explain what your business is and why you do it. That's what we're starting off with. Go ahead. All right, so... Um, I work at a wonderful company called Universal Water Systems. Uh, we are an authorized eco water dealer. Eco water is actually the largest distributor in water treatment equipment in the world. I don't care where you go. If you go to um, Tucson, Arizona, or you go all the way overseas to Tokyo, there is an eco water dealer somewhere there. And eco water is actually um, a high end water treatment um, company. And really what we're doing is we're providing savings, good, clean water for families just like mine and just like yours. Um, But we do it in a way that doesn't affect the customer's budget. And we also do it in a way that um, we're able to come out, go into homes, test water, show them how their water rates right there at their kitchen faucet. We do it at no charge. Um, And and really we're, you know, we're, we're spreading, you know, water awareness. I mean, water in any community, not just New Mexico is important. So we try to make sure that we're going out and changing lives one faucet at a time. 
told me to say this, but I need to include this right here. So, only if you know, I live with one of my college best friends, Makai. Again, shout out Makai. Me and my man get to be housed there for the time being. And he <laughs> actually has one of these systems because he additionally slangs water alongside Amalia. And I did say that yeah, you are- he's a water soldier, man. Water soldier. Water soldier. And y'all, and I, like I said, nobody told me to say this, but everybody knows I got this crazy curly hair, right? So, I've lived in Portales, New Mexico. I lived in Raton, New Mexico. I've lived in Albuquerque. Let me tell you about two different types of water. Albuquerque and Raton, and Portales and Raton. That Raton water is fine on my hair. You know, we've got that man-made lake, blah, blah, blah. Portales, trash. Albuquerque, trash. But I'm blessed to live with Makai because I have this water softening system that keeps my hair right, okay? I'm not out here walking around like Hagrid's daughter because of the system. <laughs> But it's it's really crazy because I think a lot of people and I know a lot of our friends have like a running joke uh, with Makai's water softening soldier journey, but I, I truly do think it makes a difference. And it was intense to really sit there and see Makai run the test in front of my face and tell us like, yo, like this is what the water looks like. This is what's good. This is what's bad. So if you could explain to everybody a little bit, Amalia, like what the good sides of like good water is and what the bad sides of bad water is. Yeah, you know, um, there's so many, you know, aside from, from helping number one, right? Um, it's just, it's healthier for your family. You know, you're not putting in any kind of chemicals or uh, anything like that, um, you know, into your, into your body, right? When you're making coffee or juice or brushing your teeth. Mm -hmm. um, but also for your household, for your household. Right? Yeah. Like a lot of people don't know that, you know, when you go and buy a new refrigerator, um, you're buying it because your ice maker's not working anymore, or, you know, whatever the reason may be. Most of the time, 90% of the time, people are buying new appliances because their existing water is what messed it up in the first place, right? Hardness wow. in the water is a big deal. Yeah. Um, you know, so um, not only does it help you with your health, but it can also extend the life of your appliances, your water heater. Um, you know, so... It, I mean, good water, I mean, it's, it's, it's almost essential to saving money and, and conserving soaps. I mean, God, I could do this all day. Um, <laughs> I, I got a soup. I like, I really like dumb out about water, right? But, I know. Um, I love it. Yeah. It, it's, it's just, it's just one of the most interesting things. And, and unfortunately the city does the best that it can with the resources provided. Um, and they really leave it up to the homeowner, us, the consumer. If we want to make our water better, they leave it up to us, right? Unfortunately, chlorine is a necessary evil. Um, so the city has to put it in our water to make it safe to drink. Mm -hmm. um, but that's really all that they're responsible for. They're responsible to make it safe. Um, they're not responsible to give it back its superpowers. That's what I call it, right? Once, once, uh, once the water leaves the atmosphere and it comes down to earth, I mean, it's picking up a bunch of stuff. It's picking up... Um, you know, dirt, grime, hardness, you know, chemicals, you know, prescriptions, all that stuff that the water touches. By the time it makes it to the consumer, it's lost its superpowers. What my equipment does is it recharges it and it puts the cape back on and now my water's a superhero again. Um, Love it. You know, so it's, it's really, it's really just a matter of educating the public. Unfortunately, the city doesn't educate us. 
um, on our water. So that's what we do. We've been in the community for 30 years and we come out, we do free water testing this way. We can educate you. And, and even if you don't buy a piece of our equipment, if nothing else, you know what's in your water. Yes, that's facts. And I think um, one of the most interesting things that you guys showed me when you ran the test in front of me was um, the way the hardness of the water kind of demobilizes your soap. So if you could Absolutely. kind of explain that to me a little bit, I think that is so interesting and one of the greatest things that I gained from the test that you guys ran in front of me. Well, one of the things that we say here um, is you're either, you're gonna soften your water one of two ways. You're gonna soften it mechanically with one of our pieces of equipment or you're gonna uh, soften it um, chemically with like soaps, right? Mm -hmm. So what about, let, and I'll, I'll ask you, what do you use? Do you use like body wash, bar soap? I have both. So I have my little Dove white bar, and then I have my little coffee smelling soap, you know. Okay, so it smells like coffee, right? Yeah, like yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so most people don't know this, but most soap is made up of more um, chemicals than actual soap, mm -hmm. right? Because they have what's called a feel-good agent, right? The thing that what, when, you, when, you, when you lather up soap, right, you're looking for those bubbles, right? You want to make the lather, yes, yes. right? That's a chemical that does that, right? It's, they put that in there so that it lathers when you rub your hands together. They put a chemical in there to make it smell like roses, and you're going to smell like roses for a couple of hours. But once the time goes down, there's only a, there's only a fraction of the soap left in there. And what happens with those with those feel good agents is it actually clogs your pores. Your body makes natural lotion, mm -hmm. right? The oils that come from our skin have a natural lotion in it. So when you unclog those pores by not using those um, harsh chemicals on your skin. Mm -hmm. you're, you're, no, you're no longer even really needing lotion at that point because now your body's creating it naturally. So when you're, when you're using soap, most of the time that squeaky clean that, squeaky clean that you're feeling, mm -hmm. they programmed us to believe that that is good. That is not good. When it's squeaky <laughs> clean, that means that you're, there's no moisture coming out. Facts. Uh, and I, I can literally attest to this, y'all. Having showered in the shower under this system, your skin 100% feels different with or without soap. Like, you know, before you're starting to get your soap up and everything, your skin already feels soft. Your skin already feels clean. So then whenever you put that soap on, it's almost like you want to keep rushing it or like brushing it out or washing it off because you feel like you still have soap on you but it's actually just the water. It's so soft and it feels so great on your skin. And we're so used to that squeaky clean feeling like Amalia said, that you're just like, yo, why won't this soap come off? But it's a totally different right. feeling once you've used it for a couple months to just continuously have like that, that change. And I'll say this as well. I have like this, uh, I can't remember exactly what it's called, but it's like a little rash basically on our arms. And a lot of New Mexicans have it just based off of the lack of humidity in uh, New Mexico. That's what the dermatologist told me. Don't know if he was lying or not, you know, whatever. <laughs> but since I've been, you know, living with Makai under this uh, water softening system, I've substantially seen that rash 100% go down on my arms. So that was pretty interesting as well. And I love it. Hair feels better, skin feels better. And like I said, y'all, nobody told me to say this. You know I'm not gonna be up here lying, y'all. <laughs> yeah, we did not pay her for, the, for this special marketing message, but we're not gonna stop her from saying it either. <laughs> so, Amali, okay, I wanna get into this. 
what Let's get into it what made you become a water soldier like what you, you said it yourself you said i'll dumb out on some water all day long so what is it that moved hey, you want the real real because i'll give you the real real story about how about how all of this happened because yes uh, i told you, you. you the journey and you'll trip out this okay, is real so, raw and uncut amalia right, give it to me raw. let's be raw let's be raw let's be raw okay i walked into this building about approximately 15 years ago uh-huh i walked into this building because i was on pro actually that's not true i was on parole <laughs> and Every, everybody knows when you're on parole, your parole officer's like, look, you need to go get a job or your ass is going back to prison. <laughs> so said, you know what, Mr. Parole Officer? Check it out. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go get a fucking job. Okay? Boom. I go on a Craigslist. I get an interview. I walk into this place. I read a script to be a telemarketer. The interview takes about six minutes and they give me the job. Yes, ma'am. Okay? So I'm really happy about it, right? I come in the next day. It's my first day at work. I find that, I, here's how excited I was to have a job, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't even know what they were gonna pay me, okay? So I come in the next day, I'm ready to start work, I find out what they're gonna pay me, and I'm actually fine with it. I was making $7.50 an hour, and my commissions were gonna be $2.50 each. Mind you, this was 15 years ago, kind of just, you know, not the greatest human. Yeah. Um, but it was a job, right? Yeah. So I take the job, I'm a telemarketer um, for about, I don't know, three or four months. Um, and then I got promoted to like a lead assistant. My pay went up to eight fifty an hour. I, and I still remember, I actually still remember the day I got my first check. I remember going out into the parking lot. It was like a $400 check. I called my dad. Oh my God, I was so proud of myself. You would have thought that was a $400,000 check. <laughs> you better get it, uh, sis. And, I, and you know what? And, and, we, and I actually recently just got all of my old pay stubs. Right, and my first check was like I think it was like three hundred and eighty-seven dollars. What? Right, but my God, when I got it, it was like, oh my God! You know how much, how many things I'm got? Like I could buy so many cigarettes with this. I don't smoke now, but back then, obviously, it was <laughs> not, I was not a great human. Right, so that's how the journey started. And little by little, man, I just started to kind of work my way up. So when I started here, I, I wasn't just passionate about water, right? Like I was a, pa- I was passionate about my freedom. Yeah. Um. You know, so it, it, my journey here is, is, is almost as unorthodox as it gets because when I started here, I was as entry level as entry level became. Um, you know, so now being the vice president of sales and marketing, it's it's nice to be able to kind of explain those experiences. But my goodness, man, in this 15 years, I have been in every department. I have done every part of every job in this building. Um, so my journey really just came from experience. Um, so yeah. I became the the water drill sergeant really because <laughs> I was an irresponsible little kid that didn't want to go back to prison. And, you know, here we are 15 years later and I get to talk to you nice folks. I mean, fuck, I mean, what a time to be alive. <laughs> I freaking, y'all, I told you that Amalia was going to rock your shit. Like I told you. This is perfect. I love a good come up story. I love a good underdog. And you know the, Go the crazy. It. And I was just gonna say that, man. Like I, you, I in real life have been the underdog my entire fucking life. Um, you know, so being able to share some of these experiences, especially with anybody that's ever had an experience like mine, right? Um, I mean, my God, I could keep you on here for hours. I mean, before I worked here, what got me in prison? I was a hardcore drug addict what um oh hardcore i, mean, I literally would have never guessed this 
I thought you were just oh, a hard right, ass, Amalia. No, man, she was cool, hard knocks, man. Tell me more. You know, so um, I tried to tell my story as raw and, and as authentic as I possibly can because I'm hopeful that maybe there is like a younger Amalia out there somewhere. Mm -hmm. that might feel like the walls are caving in on you or might feel like no one's going to give you the second chance that you need. But there are places and there are people that give those second chances. And this company that I work for was not my second chance. It was like my fifth or sixth chance. So I'm passionate about this place and I'm passionate about water because I'm passionate about my life. I love it. Wow. Dang, Amalia, you taking us to church right now. You understand that? <laughs> hey, hey, you, hey, you know what? I'm here all week, man. Y'all just gotta call, y'all just gotta get on the schedule. I got a tight calendar these days. You just gotta get on on, on the schedule. I love it. Why, honestly though, and I'm that is so impressive for you to say that, and I think that's just 100% outstanding. So I appreciate you sharing that information. I know it's not always like easy to you know to dig deep into your past to think about who you were. Yeah. But to see what you've become, like, y'all heard it, y'all. She's the VP. Like, I told you, we are talking to a boss. We are in the presence well, of a and boss. You know what? And, and, and that's why I say it like that, right? Like, I, I believe, I, I'm a big believer in it. I believe that if you're passionate about something and you're willing to put the energy into it, you can basically do whatever, right? Because I'm a big energy person. You know me, yes, right? Yes. Energy, enthusiasm, and excitement, right? If you can't come with me with positive energy, you can't come with me at all. Period. Period. <laughs> so okay, let's get a little bit deeper into this because I, I really love that message that you just portrayed just now, you know, speaking to a younger Amalia. And I'm blessed to say, you know, with my podcast, there is a profound difference in my audience. I'm talking like we've got the youngins. I literally have an eight year old on that listens to my podcast sometimes i have like 73 year olds so it's all over the place it just depends on the season the reason whatever so you know speaking to younger people or you know people who've been through things we've all been through things what do you feel that you learned from your experience having gone to prison and everything getting out moving into universal water systems how do you feel like those different seasons in your life shaped you into the woman that you are today? You know, um, I'm in a very male-driven industry. Um, we're in sales, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I think that a lot of my experiences, whether it be like hustling on the streets or, you know, trying to steal a car real quick to go try to figure out where you're going to sleep tonight or whatever, <laughs> I think that sometimes tap... No, really, man. Like, I'm telling you, man, y'all don't have enough time in the day for me today. I'm telling you. Um, <laughs> I freaking but, love it. But, you know, it's... I, I find... You, I, I, I'm, 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 just, I'm just in an industry where it's, you know, first of all, you, like, for you listeners out there, right, I am five foot nothing. I'm, I weigh 130 pounds. I'm not tall. I don't... You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a small woman. And I am in an industry where I am managing men. And I'm managing men that have been in sales for 30, 40 years. Um, but what I take from my past and I bring forward now is just, I don't care. That was the one thing that I learned out being out on the street is you learn not to care because it, when you care is when you start to feel shame and guilt and all that stuff. And sometimes when you're mm. out there, you need to feel that stuff to clean your life up. Yes. But you go through such turmoil um, mentally and spiritually and you know, in any way possible that you, you're, you're not willing most of the time to, 
to change to really like change the to really change what you're doing so you find a way to accept it so mm-hmm. i don't try to change anything about my circumstances now i make sure that others accept it um and i use like the, the hustle back back in the day man trying to make 18 dollars look like 20 dollars so i could go get wells and that's what i bring to the table now is i bring i i bring the hustler mentality into into my everyday life I am a by any means necessary type of individual. If I have a goal of 50,000 in a day, I am going to by any means necessary make my $50,000 today. Yes, I love. And you know, that's something I've met Amalia a couple times, y'all, literally a handful of times. The first time I met her, her energy is unmatched. I can 100% attest to that. I walked into the room and all boom, automatic, here comes the passion. I was like, "Damn. I love that cuz a lot of people some people like it, some people don't. The way that I present myself, I'm very, you know, full of energy. Sometimes I could be pretty loud. Y'all know what it is. I just, and I, I'm gonna make sure you know I'm in that room. And when I need to shut up, I'll know to shut up. But I, you know, I'm still learning. I tried to recruit you, man. Tell the people the real story. Yeah, let's, you know, let's get into this. We gotta clear hey, some tell shit the up. The real story. Here's the real story, listeners. Okay, <laughs> my energy may be unmatched, but sometimes. This this young lady right here can come and go toe to toe with me so much in fact that I've known her for five minutes and I tried to recruit her and she gave me the runaround for a minute and I thought I had her and then she turned me down. Don't well, tell my wife, but it broke my heart. Let's get into it real raw and uncut, Amalia, because <laughs> I'm calling out my friend Makai right now. I love you, Makai, but yeah, I'm let's ca- get it. I'm calling you out, Makai. So I'm gonna make sure you listen to this podcast all the way through. Let's get it. So, the truth, the truth. so here's what happened, y'all. You know, I'm stuck in Portales, New Mexico. Portalenia, I'm ready to get out. But I'm strategic. I like to plan. And, you know, I shouldn't be like this because God doesn't really like plans. He laughs at that shit, right? So Makai kept telling me. Makai's been telling me for about a year at this point. Reed, come sell water with me. Come sell water with me. I'm seeing this man get a house, get this car. Like, I'm talking a spruced up house, yo. Like, this is a straight up bachelor pad that he just put, like, pulled out of thin air 24 years old. I was like, yo, what are you doing, Makai? And he's like, dude, I'm selling water. Come get over here. You'd be great at it, blah, blah, blah. So I'm not gonna lie. For about the first six months or so, I was like, nah, Makai, I'm not with it. I'm not with it. The pandemic happens, COVID happens. All of my job offers that I initially had in Arizona completely just non-existent, right? But I was like, yo, if I move to Albuquerque, I need to be set. Like, I need to have a savings in place. And right now, Portales is the best place for me to, to save economically, right? But then I got to the point, I was like, no, I need to get out. So Makai's like pushing the water thing. I'm like, all right, bet. I'm going to pull up this weekend and let's talk about this water thing. Well, Makai didn't tell me that I was like, about to be accepting a job that weekend, but I guess he didn't really know either. That's that's basically what Amalia just said, right? So I get in there and I was like, yo, like Amalia is the shit. Like I'm thinking in my head, she's giving me the little representation and everything, or the presentation. And I'm like, I, you know, I can feel this. I'm digging this. I can do this. Okay. But Makai was like, all right, Reed, let's start you on Monday. What? Yo, yo, I just said it. I'm a planner. I'm like, yo, I didn't even bring clothes for this weekend. Makai's all, don't worry about it, Reed. You can wear mine. I'm like, nah, bro, that's not what's gonna happen. So I, I'm not gonna lie, y'all. I was thinking about it. I was like, yeah, okay. I could figure this out. I could go to Ross, whatever. Amalia said she'd give me some clothes to wear. Right, whatever, we got this. Let's do it. So hey, I was we like, do, we do good around here, man. I'd have bought you clothes. <laughs> You're a real one. You are a real one. 
And I knew it. I knew it. I was like, all right, bet. I'm going to start on Monday. But then I was thinking about it. I was like, yo, like, I'm about to have to start. I'm going to have to walk for graduation on the 15th. So he was, this was like April, right? So I was like, I don't want to pull up to Albuquerque, be living out of Makai's guest room, trying to get clothes from people and this, that, and the other. Like, no, I like to have my T's crossed and my I's dotted. Like, that's just how I am. Y'all know how I move. So I was like, okay, actually, you know what? Let's, let's do it after I graduate. But Makai's ass, man, he's persistent. He just kept coming at me. Reed, like, I got you. He's, hey, we, he was trained by the best. Who do you think trained this guy? He's persistent. And he was coming at me, but... I told him, I was like, Makai, am I making this look difficult? Like, am I making it difficult for everybody else? Am I making people look like I'm a flake by saying like, no, like we need to push this out. This man kept telling me no. He was like, no, no, it's all, it's all considered. Like it's all pushed out, blah, blah, blah. So it was just long story short, a series of events. Okay, I'm gonna start April 1. Nope, that didn't work because that was like a day away. <laughs> so I went back to Portales. I was like, okay, I'm gonna start after I walk for graduation, which was May 15th. But Makai's like, nah, come out May 1. Come out May 1, it's fine. Really, what I wanted is I didn't want to be a burden being like, hey, yo, new boss, I need this week off or these days off because I had a couple things coming up in the month of May. So I was trying not to, like, make it difficult for people. But Makai wasn't replaying that information to everybody. So I was really looking like, I was looking like a flake. In my 37 years of life, I had never had the experience of like sitting back and being like, oh, the one that got away until I met you. So, you know, every now and again, again, you got to eat a slice of humble pie and get back to the drawing board, you know? I appreciate that compliment, though. Thank you, Amalia. (laughs) I promise you I'm not a flake, though. Makai, I'm calling you out right now. This was bad. This was bad communication on all of our behalf. So... We should yeah, all square he up. He hit me this morning. He hit me this morning. Said you need me in the office today. I should have said yes. I said no. You know, but oh, you know, he said yes just so he could be here and have the conversation outside of my office. Right oh now. yeah, I'd tell you to go knock on his door and bring him in right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I should have told him yeah. But you know what, man? I tell you what. I've been like, like as you know, I've been here a very long time. I have seen many, many people come through these doors. As a matter of fact, when I started here, my employee number was six six nine. Okay, keep your mind out of the gutter. That's a real number. <laughs> I just issued out employee number 3178. What? That so is nuts. I have seen many, many people come through these doors, whether you be a marketer, a service coordinator, a plumber, a sales rep. I have seen many, many people. But I tell you what about Makai. Makai is one of the most honest, hardworking young men that I've had the pleasure to work with. Yes. I will fuck his ass up on occasion. <laughs> Let him know. Okay. But he's a good kid, and I'm blessed that he's a, a part of our team. Yeah, Makai's amazing, and he goes hard as a water soldier. I will let y'all know that right now. I'll yeah, get home. I might, I might promote him to lieutenant or something soon. We'll see. Yeah, let's put him on the front lines. Go for it. Yeah, there we go, there we go. I love it, though. I love it. I love what y'all do. I love the way that you present yourself. I appreciate the compliments. And, y'all, I will say this. I would be slanging water right now if it weren't for my personal circumstances, which I will not discuss on this podcast. It's one thing I will not discuss. But 
I have a beautiful uh, little blessing in my lap that I'm just I'm just wading through, you know? So I didn't want to be the person that's go. like, I got to leave in a couple months. But, you know, God's plan, it is what it is. I love that Amalia and, and, said... And, you know what, and, he, and here's the deal, right? At the end of the day, my journey may not be somebody else's journey. Your journey's not going to be my journey. As long as all of us are out here taking a trip somewhere, we good. Yeah, we're good. We're straight. I love it. So, I you love know, it. I'm happy for you. I'm very proud of you for everything that you've got coming on the horizons. I'm a little familiar with your situation. So, you know, if there's there's ever any um, motivation or ever anything that we can do for you, you know, we're a phone call away. You're the best, Amalia. I just freaking appreciate it. Before we do end this podcast, though, I want you to give me the top best things that you love about what you do. And I want you to give two of the worst things that you can't stand about what you do. Let's see. So let's start with the things that I love. You know, and I don't mean this to sound like a a cliche, right? And those people that know me, you know that when I say this, I mean it. Mm -hmm. The thing that I like the most about my current situation and where I work is that I get to come in here every day and I get to motivate other people to go out and be the best versions of themselves, Mm. right? Like I'm really in this now to see, man, you know what? There's no greater feeling to me than when I go up and I talk to somebody or I train somebody on something or I teach them something. When I can see their wheels turning and I can tell they're drinking the Kool-Aid, that is what I love the most about this job. I love fucking inspiring people and getting people just excited to go out and and do this job. Yes. the thing that I don't like that I don't like about it is, uh, man, I don't know. I guess sometimes I get sometimes I get lonely when I count my money. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, you better let them know, Amalia. <laughs> you know what? I work a lot, <laughs> but even then, I, I don't know, man. I just I really have a I try to have a good time with everything that I do, whether it be personal or professional. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes I, I feel like there's not enough hours in the day. Maybe that's one thing that I'll say um, that I don't like about my job is sometimes I, you ever get that feeling when you like leave work that you just like forgot to do something? Mm, yes. Sometimes that feeling drives me up a wall because I'm just, uh, you know, I'm one of those people that makes probably 90% of the decisions for all the people that, I, that are around me. So that gets, gets a little taxing. Um, so sometimes, sometimes just that feeling of shit, what did I forget to do today? Yes. It's, look, y'all hear this ambition right now? I love it. I lo- Give me one more thing that you love about the job. Man, um, you know what? I love my customers, man. I, I think that's really it. I love that. Uh, I love when I get customer feedback and we go install a unit and somebody calls, and, you know, and it's because, you know, it's, it's still customer service, right? And we're still a business, so... You know, we have 30,000 really happy customers, but I get like six or seven that are unhappy with me about God knows what. Um, and sometimes it's nice when you get like a customer just to call and say, hey, thank you for, for, for helping us with our water. But I, that, I think that's really it. I love our customers and I love the feedback that I get from them. Mm-hmm. The satisfaction is definitely guaranteed, y'all. And if you do not have a water softening system in your household, you need to contact Amalia or Makai. You need to. Well, not even for them. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, guys, satisfaction is guaranteed. But I like that I get to sleep with myself at night knowing that I really did provide the best service possible. I think that's why I love my customers because I didn't have to get that customer under false pretenses. My system did everything that I said it was going to do and I lived up to every promise that I made to that customer. Mm, yes, 100%. So 
if anybody listening to this podcast right now, Amalia, was legit, like right now they're like, I need to know more about this water system. Who would they need to contact? How would they need to get a hold of you? And how would they go about it? Uh, you can contact us a couple of ways. You can just call our headquarters at 505-881-2142. You can ask for Amalia or you can ask for Makai. Um, you can also get on our website, uh, ecowaternewmexico.com. You can shoot me a message there. Um, you know, or you can send up a smoke signal right now because I'm going to walk outside and if I see it, I'll call, come running. <laughs> She's going to fly out there, y'all. Hey, that's what we do, man. We'll come after you. No worries. I love it. Before we end this, Amalia, do you have any final thoughts, any lasting words, anything you want to leave with the retakers? No, man. Thank you guys for having me today. Um, you know, maybe maybe we'll do it again sometimes. But really, man, the only message that I have for, for anybody out there is, you know, just go out, do everything that you do with a good, positive attitude. Um, be excited, be energized, and that'll change every part of your mindset, right? You'll you'll start moving from, I have to go to work, to, man, I get to go to work today, right? Attitude mm. is everything. Go be positive, my friends. Yes, I love it. Y'all, I told you in the beginning, I left this introduction mysterious. I said, I'm going to let Amalia speak for herself, and that is exactly what she did. Amalia, I appreciate your freaking ambition, your hard work the authenticity everything that you brought to this this there was nothing but gems like dropped today and from a water hey, soldier it, you're a real one thank you so much y'all thank you for turning in tuning in to retake this has been a podcast on perspective the business series 2.0 with miss amalia we're signing out